from Devon Funds Management. Greg Smith this Monday morning. Very good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Mike. So the markets, as I looked at them Friday, I mean uh, 800 up for the Dow, for goodness sake. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a big big snapback. Um, was it uh, Baron Rothschild said, buy on the sound of cannons during the, the Battle of Waterloo, and that's exactly what the markets are doing on Friday. Um, you know, the US market's up strong, the Russian market up strongly as well, 26%, still down 36% for last week. Um, it, look, as you're saying, it's it's very, all very disturbing and uh, quite a sad state of affairs. Yeah, maybe maybe Russia is obviously in for a bigger fight than it thought. You know, is it Afghanistan part two? We'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, the fighting's obviously continued over there. But uh, the fight also continues against inflation, of course, and this is making it uh, even more of a trickier balancing act to, to what it was. So that was very much in focus on Friday as well in terms of whether the Fed might prolong its sort of tightening phase. Uh, we've already seen oil head up to $100, Mike, although that actually has come back towards uh, 92 but concerns still over the likes of wheat crops and the commodity complex generally. It was an interesting read actually on Friday, Mike, the personal consumption index rose half percent in January in the US. That takes the annual rate to 5.2%. Last time it was there, 1983, wow. so highest in four decades. And if you add uh, volatile items, of course, energy and food, up 6.1% in a year. So, you know, it, it, it is a balancing act for the Fed, what they do. How, um, personal incomes are fairly flat, so that's undermining household spending power. So uh, we've had some Fed officials say in recent days, yes, it is time to, to look at the economic growth implications from this conflict. So I think that, uh, you know, it's almost been a bad news, good news stories for markets. I think that's why you saw a bit of a rally there. Warren um, still seems to know what he's doing. <clears throat> yeah, Mr. Buffett at Berkshire Hathaway had his uh, uh, annual, annual result, annual letter to shareholder alongside his results. So results-wise, 45% rise in operating profit, 7.3 billion US dollars. Um, but he's bemoaned the lack of investment opportunities, which is quite curious. Basically, he's saying that low interest rates have inflated valuations, which of course they have. And he's sitting on his hands to a certain extent. He was actually a net seller of equities last year. He's got a $350 billion uh, stock portfolio uh, at uh, Berkshire Hathaway. He's still doing well on a lot of his investments, electricity, his railway, BNSF. But he's 91 years old. His partner in crime is, or his part, or should I say, his, his partner in good is 98. That's Charlie Munger. Um, they're sitting on a cash pile of $145 billion US dollars. They say that little excites them at the moment. Um, in fact, they've got $120 billion of that cash pile in US Treasuries, which Warren points out makes them a, a funder of half a percent of US publicly held national debt. Mm. Um, so the other thing he's really been buying is his own stock, $27 billion there in terms of buybacks. He's still talking about an elephant-sized acquisition. He mentioned that a couple of years ago, but saying uh, not yet. Anyway, he's done obviously very, very well over the decades through... I suppose timing the market also, but looking for quality stocks at the right price. 20.1% is his annual return since 1965 for shareholders. That's over double the S&P 500. Can't argue with that. How did our reporting season go? Yeah, we look really, really well. Um, I think the bar of expectation going to our earnings season was quite low, uh, and it generally has exceeded it. We had the market up 1.6% on Friday. There's been a lot of focus on domestic factors recently, obviously the RBNZ, but also reporting season. Obviously, we haven't been able to ignore Ukraine, uh, Russia's situation. Uh, look, I think the other thing in terms of economically, Russia's our 25th largest trading partner, so it's not so much about that. Ukraine barely registers, but it's of course all about the disruption. 
and uh, energy price inflation. But the reporting season has gone generally quite well. Just a few highlights from Friday night. Port of Tauranga, they reported a 15.6% increase in net profit, 56.3 million. Um, doing, doing, container volumes actually rose 1.5%. Uh, log exports, they were down 6%, but dairy was up 2.3%. Kiwi fruit up 16%, so a lot to celebrate there. Speaking of exporters, Delegate reported a 2% lift in global uh, sales, 1.8%. 93 million cases, revenues up 5%, plenty of oyster bay going out the door there, Mike. Uh, 40% sales growth in Aussie, New Zealand, Asia, Pacific, and just quickly, Victor announced a 13% lift in half year revenues as well. Uh, net profit up 5.7% in half year, 115.5 million. Full year looking 505 to 515 million underlying earnings, and overall, yeah, the earnings season's go Good. has gone pretty well, winding down to a close. I like it. What are the numbers? Uh, so, yeah, Dow's mentioned up. 2.5%, 834 points, 34.058, uh, S&P up 2.2%, NASDAQ up 1.6%. FTSE, despite a drop in UK consumer confidence, did well up 3.9%. BP, Royal Dutch Shell doing well. British Airways also, uh, owner IAG said they'll make a profit this year. Nikkei up 2%, ASX 200 up 0.1%, got the RBA tomorrow. Gold down $38.1881, oil down $1.2091, spot 5.9. Kiwi generally higher, up three quarters of a percent against the US, 67, spot 7.4, 93.3 against the Aussie, 53, spot 2.5 against sterling, euro 59.8, 77.91 against the yen. NZ50 was up 1.6%, 190 points higher. 11923. Uh, today we've got Genesis and restaurant brands to close out the uh, results season, and Ukraine, of course, is going to dominate yeah. as well. Indeed. Indeed. You have a good one. Catch up soon, mate. Devon Funds Management, Greg Smith, this Monday morning.